Good to go. Alrighty then. Yeah, time out though. You've almost killed him? I've almost killed him, yeah, a few times. Yeah, well, his context, I think he thinks it's something crazy. Yeah, I, well, this one time I was at his, his house and I had a sniper to his head. No. Braca, braca. <laughs> we talking about hooping, bro. <laughs> We're talking about basketball. No, fouls, he, bro, fouls. Oh, yeah, this nigga can't play basketball. Yeah. He plays football. I played basketball with him once. Two hated Have we ass ever niggas. played basketball together again? Two hated ass niggas. I'm not hating, though. Like, this nigga's actually... Two hated ass niggas. This nigga took the whole... My, my ball. I'm going to prove my point. I'm going to prove my point. You Ish, don't play basketball. Ish and Hamza, if I am on your team, are you delighted or are you angry? No, I'm not. I'm just happy because I don't have it. to deal with you. You love it. I love it. I'm not alive. If I'm it's on your team, like a PJ Tucker, like you rather not Man, face niggas him. Niggas you know in your face. Come here. If I'm, I'm playing a, you sometimes. If I'm <laughs> playing against you, if I'm playing against you, you hate it. Yeah, I hate it. But if I'm playing because with you, it's not a and game I'm guarding the other niggas. You know what? I don't understand, mother Hanun. Oh my god, <laughs> bro. you're gonna tell him foul. He's gonna look at you. No, what no, I'm I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm not good. What do you mean by that, my boy? <laughs> I remember, I remember like a few times some of the guys. I don't, bro. See the I don't care, mother Hanun. If I say no, it means no. This is the funniest. I would grab the ball and be like, no, and they'd be like, what do you mean, no? I got the foul. This guy wants to all, fight people on the court. Why are you so hard-headed when it comes to it, though? It makes no sense. Because, here's why. And Ish knows. And Ish knows. And Ish knows. Basketball is a game of possessions. Yes or no? Facts. So if we have to get to 11, if we have to get to 15... Every possession matters. Every possession matters. 100%. I refuse to lose a possession. <laughs> because that means one of two things. One, I'm not scoring. Yeah. Two, they have the ability to go back and score. No, you, well, are you going to get hold? Well, I don't fold. As long as you do not fold in the game of basketball, you're going to win, bro. It's not skill. It's not talent. Oh, do you see this? Just don't fold. I have one question. I have one question. When you drive fast breaks, right? Uh, and you're going 100 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have the urge to just slap it off the backboard? Like, bah, and it bounces off. You know what it is, bro? You don't want to slow down. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Alhamdulillah I've, never, Alhamdulillah, I've never torn any ligaments in my body. And the reason is, I understand how physics works. If I'm running that fast, if I'm running that fast and I try to stop, it's going to go pop. So I'm like, fuck it, bro. I'm about like, to just lay this shit. You know you slow down as you approach, right? You just go, fuck. Wallah, I don't. I just go, Nyeow. If it goes in, it goes. Sometimes, well, I don't even Man, see the rim one gear. or the backboard. It just I need my the thing with him is the hard headedness. Like if he's down four, he's not gonna come back with skill at all. It's straight up foul, foul, mm-hmm. foul. Yeah. Every why because it's a game of possession. No, this game is and I can't mother. foul out, and I can't foul out. So I'd rather I have. It's like when you're down ten, or when you're down five, and you have fouls to give. Yeah, I have fouls to give. There's so you no go beat niggas asses. Though. Exactly, I have foul. I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> Until I get the it's ball. I'm about to win by force. <laughs> by if force. I get the ball, if I get the ball and somebody... Uh, foul, foul, give him a foul. Uh, well, you think it's a lie, though. He actually goes like this. <laughs> and, and I go, foul. <laughs> I think people think we exaggerated. But yo, anyways, welcome back to Ghost Talk. It's your host, Hamza The Truth. It's your boy, Muhammad Sharif. Today you know. we have a goat. You don't got to introduce yourself. But that's we're going to do it here. for you. My we're, bad. I'm going to You're way too talented, too bright, too much of a goat to introduce yourself. That's our job. Go crazy. But nah, today we got, in my opinion, a fashion icon in the hood, a designer, a man of many talents, mashallah, underdog-ish. I was, I was waiting to say that. I was yeah, you feel <laughs> me? Underdog-ish. 
Goats talk. On the goats talk. On the goats talk. Me. Appreciate you for having me. Hi, how you feeling, man? Hi. Uh, alhamdulillah, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm on ghost talk. I'm feeling like a goat right now. Come on. See, we pushing the brand. We pushing P and the brand <laughs> at at the same pushing at the same P time. And the brand. At the same time, two things at once. Um, but now nah, we were just. So me and this guy went to college together. Um, I'm not gonna age us. Because you know some people are out here investigating, uh, uh, investigating and stuff. But private eyes, on private the eyes. But we're not gonna talk about how old Hamza is. Uh. <laughs> hey, bro, this nigga hates my. Yo, age you know you like, can. Hamza, I'm finally 26. I finally accepted. Oh yeah, happy birthday! I turned 26 by the way. two days ago. Happy birthday! Thank you. I turned you, you 25. Can all you want, well, we straight. 25. 25 on the 18th. I'm, I'm, are you a favorite birthday too? Yeah. I'm. I'm here uh, with the uh, two senior citizens. We're here, we're here. We're here with a toddler. We're you know what We putting him on with game. Um. But yeah, we were just we were just kind of catching up on our our college days. It feels it feels good. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. College went by so fast. It's ridiculous. Was that the same experience for you guys? Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember college that much. It went by. I just remember the memories, like good memories, but it went by fast. Yeah. I knew. I think it's COVID. Cause I what ah, when COVID. I was right before COVID. COVID I had one full sucked. year of college, and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then I had two full years of COVID, and then I come back. I'm a senior. <laughs> people on campus college asking. Me, people on campus, do you know where this building is? Cause we in the same boat. I don't know where nothing is, man. <laughs> How long have you been here? Yeah, I'm a senior. I'm out this spring. <laughs> I did not know where this is. I, you don't know where the science building is? Man, look for the big building with a bunch of glass. That's all I can say, man. I don't even remember the names of the buildings. I'm not going to lie to you. Hagford, what? that's all I remember. The newest one. That was, that's that's probably the best looking building at that yeah. school. Um, COVID, though. How was COVID like going to school? And you graduated right right before right, COVID, yeah, right? Yeah, 2020, right before. So did it affect any of your businesses? Like you went into I a lot of started things. learning about it right then because I had a lot of free time. And I was doing an internship, so like right when I get off, I just learned. So it really helped me lock in more. It helped me lock in more and do like learn the business side of it, and then put the fashion into it, and then really start it. Yeah, I feel like COVID was either a blessing in disguise for a lot of people, or it just fucked a lot of people's yeah. lives up a lot. Hundred percent. I think a lot of people took COVID um, as a chance to like get stuff done, and to do stuff, and and to to pursue. You getting that stimulus check? You feel what I'm saying? Let me so, help you find yeah. a new hobby. <laughs> How did you feel, Hamza, when you got your first stimulus check? I didn't get one. This nigga is either. Well, well let's not talk about why though. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. Like... Alhamdulillah. That's why. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> How did you feel? We, me and him are the opposite. Nigga, I was so poor. I tried to send that shit back. <laughs> I said, yo, this is not my money. Before we come to me, tell that story, <laughs> bro. I'm sitting in my dorm, bro. And I, I'm working. Like, mm. bec- even when COVID hit, I was still working. So I hear stuff about, like, a stimulus check, whatever, you know? I don't know what that, what does that mean? Stimulus check, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> so I know when I don't understand stuff, I just zone it out. Yeah. I don't like to feel dumb. So I just pushed it to the side. Two weeks later, three weeks later, I think even, maybe even a month later, I get a check in the mail. I see IRS, you know? <laughs> or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. damn, what the fuck? I hate getting mail, bro. It's just nerve-wracking. You ever get the mail? It says Wells Fargo. You kind of thing. You say Wells Fargo. You're like, damn, what the fuck did I do? I fucked up. And you open it. It's your statements and stuff. But I opened it, and I and it was a check, and it said some some stimulus thousand four hundred. I said, Mm-mm, not today. <laughs> I put it back in. Said, not for me. Huh? me. Well, like week and a half, my time. I'm telling all the niggas, I'm like, yo, fam, y'all get a check for thousand five four hundred, bro. Did y'all get a check? Everybody said, yeah, I got a check. 
what is this check, bro? I don't trust <laughs> it, bro. They're like, bro, it's your stimulus check. Use it, bro. What is it for? My family, why? He's like, do I have to pay this back? Is there interest? That's what I thought. I thought, yo, COVID is good. When COVID finishes, you're going to have to pay it. I said, I don't have 1400 man. I'm not taking this money. Well, I had to touch it. Week and a half. And then life was tough. I said, forget it, bro. I cashed that. I was chilling. I was chilling. But, well, I, yeah, you can you can kind of use that money. In all honesty, if you're not like paying bills and stuff to to, to utilize it in a smart way. I see niggas it to start your business. Yeah, I used a stimulus, a stimulus check to start my business. As soon as I got I was, I was already thinking of it at that time. You feel me? So then, as soon as I saw it drop, everyone was talking about it. I was like, I don't know exactly what I'm about to use it for. So I used it on the brand. So was was COVID a time where um, where it, this was brewing or was it something that you've already been interested in? In terms of just fashion, clothing, this whole kind of thing that you're in right now. So I always liked fashion, but mm-hmm. in, at first I never thought of trying to do fashion or be something in fashion. You feel mm-hmm. me? What I was doing at first was uh, drop shipping. So it was yeah. like selling products having inventory or selling products online. And so basically I was doing that for a bit. And then I kept thinking like, I'm tired of selling a new product every couple months, Mm. you know? So I was like, I need to find something that I could brand. I was thinking of a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, why not? I always like buying clothes, shoes, Mm. all that stuff. So I was like, I might as well put two and two together. I'm doing the product selling online. I might as well take the fashion, take the clothes and then just put it together and just boom, start underdog. Took some time that whole summer, really, after graduation. And then I got everything together, lined up a whole business plan, and did what I thought I could do. Because I really started, I didn't know everything. I didn't know anything, to be honest. I started, I just knew how to sell stuff online. And then, boom, I did that. Dived in and never looked back. Amazing, amazing. What are are some things, I know from someone who's, like, I, I, I don't have my own brand necessarily, but you've seen, I've done some collaborations with, um, yeah. With we art and and a couple other people as well to to kind of design clothing and sell clothing. What are what are some things that you learned right away? What are some things that you learned through the process? Because um, even like for me, I, I had to learn like um, how to like do soft drops, how to understand like your audience and be like, okay, they like this but they don't like that stuff like that. So what are some things that you learned like through that process? There's a few things that I learned when I first started. So basically. Um I learned one thing I learned was colors has to do a lot of things because colors touch emotion. And then one second mm-hmm. before you get into it, if you can move the mic right in front of you, yeah. So you like you're like this. So if you yeah. want, you could pull it like this. And yeah, yeah. All right, but I got you. you go. So um, what I learned was colors. Colors was a big thing. I always just thought when people make color schemes, it was just like something they liked and just do it together. Mm-hmm. But like each color has an emotion that is attached to, and whatever you're shooting for is the color that you would want to choose. So like fall time, you wouldn't want to go with summer colors. Because you're you're seeing the uh, olives, you're seeing mm. the maroons, you're seeing all that stuff that gives you the fall touch. Yeah. Or like, say you're feeling sad, you're not gonna be wearing uh, bright, bright orange. Yeah. You feel me? You're gonna be wearing some beige, some calm stuff, stuff like that. Some black. Yeah. And then um, another another major thing I learned was consistency. To be honest. Yeah. Because there would be some times where you're like, oh, I'm not feeling too good, mm. or like I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that, and like. Do you really want your brand to be up? So you have to be consistent at doing the same thing every single day and then really not getting bored of it because it's something that you want to do. If you're getting bored of it, to be honest, it must not be something that you want to do. Yeah, you know, must, you must not really be passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, so uh, stay consistent. Um, and also, like you said, I learned soft drops. So like basically everything I learned. So like I didn't know that there, you'd have to like when you're doing a drop that you plan out 
to market not, not marking sense but like amp it up kind of mm-hmm. thing you know like on your socials or like whatever you got to say oh i'm about to have a drop in every single day till that drop post something about it so people could see and they know like oh yeah this is dropping on friday underdog is dropping on friday yeah you know instead of being like oh <laughs> i knew something was dropping on friday what was it yeah yeah you know <laughs> you're not gonna forget because you don't see me every day bro yeah. people be like yo you don't get off my fyp page you know what I mean? you don't get off my my uh ig uh feed mm-hmm. like because i want you to see it you got to copy you know exactly like, there's and stuff what like made that you, what made you start the brand was there like an idea was there like you just what was the reason the reason of starting the brand yeah um, I always, okay, so fashion, to be honest, was a thing that was, like, p- passed on from my mom, because, like, from, since I was a baby, obviously, she was always dressing me, but I always had, like, the Nike, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I had a retro, yeah. I had this, because I was, to be honest, the only child, so I had all that, she yeah. had all that time and attention to spend on me, so it, like, came up from that upbringing on fashion, so once I did, when I told you I was doing the products online, once I got to that point, it was another thing that clicked, like, oh, I've always had, like, a key in the sense of fashion mm-hmm. and I always like matching you feel me at a point I'm were not lying were those products that you made or were they just like random no so it'd be like, like products that, that I'll, I'll find a, like a, you know those um, products you see on IG yep. and like say like it's a toothbrush uh, holder or something like that it'd just be like oh a, straight dropship yeah right, straight right. dropship so it's like from Alibaba AliExpress or something like that you know and then you find a manufacturer kind of thing you start from yeah. there and just find your set manufacturer that brands everything for you and all that stuff and then you transitioned into making, like, how did you get to the point of saying, yo, I want to make my own, like, actual brand? Oh, because uh, what I was saying was, because I, I didn't have that idea at first, but what helped me come up with that idea was I was, I'd sell, say I'd have a, a, a product selling from January to February, and then March it completely dies down. Mm-hmm. My source of income completely dies down. People lost the interest of the trend, you know? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, now I have to find another product. And I got tired, like, I was doing it for, like, six seven months and i got tired of like every two months every one month switching and then i have to do a research to find a new product this that and the third yeah and then i just put my liking of fashion as the product mm. you know what i'm saying yeah and i, I just I literally it. switched it out and tiktok came helped me do yeah. that and everything was good yeah so before we get too deep into your brand because underdog does definitely have um a sort of aesthetic yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we were talking about earlier yeah. and uh, and uh, and a vibe that comes along with it and a message that comes along with it yeah um but for most people even people that like you look up to designers um it's either a self-identified like louis vuitton or um you know um virgil they, mm-hmm. they name their brand after their name or whatever yeah. it is but for some people they name it after an identity that they want people to attach with their clothing mm-hmm. and wearing their mm-hmm. clothing so before we get into that because i know that's that's going to be a really cool deep conversation um you talked briefly about your upbringing right yeah. and how um your mother's clothing uh, well not your mother's clothing but her clothing you and her buying you clothes kind of helped you formulate this um identity and fashion right yeah what was your upbringing like where where did you grow up talk to us about that well, West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I was born in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, okay. but my family moved when I was around one and a half, two years old because of the whole, at that time, mm-hmm. down south, white people, the mm-hmm. standard third, they mm-hmm. didn't like it, so they heard them. Minnesota was popping, really. So they came to Minnesota. I, uh, we moved to North Minneapolis, stayed there ever since, to be honest. Um, I'm bringing, it was an only child, so it was a lot of, just a lot of attention on me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Yeah. That's about, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's about it. Upbringing. <laughs> you just kicked it. It was yeah. just you. What was it like what being a. Be, oh, yeah. What high school did you oh, go you, to? Be, I got you. So I went to Columbia Heights. So I transferred to a lot of schools, to be honest. So yeah. once I started going to international, as every other Somali person yeah, went to. Yeah. And then um, I transferred out because my dad moved to Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. So I went to PWI all around. And I was literally the only black person, bro. I'd, hard to make friends because yeah. everyone's so young they're following their parents teachings you know I'm yeah. trying to make friends I don't look the same <laughs> PW, PWI for those who don't know is um, pretty pretty white institutions yeah, yeah. so um, and then I came back went to a school called Benadir for 7th grade then went to Columbia Heights uh, went to CMS Columbia Heights middle school went to Columbia Heights high school and then for college, I went to Anoka Ramsey to play basketball, mm. go there. Then I transferred to Augsburg. Plan was to play basketball, but I just didn't want to play basketball no more, to be honest. And then... Um, did did you did you playing basketball influence some of your fashion and some of your designs? Because I know, I know you have some athletic wear. Yeah, some shorts and stuff. Um, to be honest, uh, sports uh, is like the whole reason of underdog because... Mm -hmm. I, I'm tall now, but I always wasn't tall. I started getting tall at like junior year of high school, so yeah. I was always short. And so when I played basketball, it was always like everyone was taller, stronger, faster. And I really, like, to make a team, I really try, had to try my hardest, really dying after every uh, tryout and everything. So I really, like, see, I always seen myself as the underdog, and then it just continued at different aspects of life. Like, I could see it at, in um, going to school, going to work, some person might know a little bit more than you and you feel like the underdog because they, mm -hmm. they think, oh, they know everything. And it, I feel like it uh, relies on every aspect of life. So that's where the like initial underdog came from. I love that. I love that. And and for for a lot of, definitely a lot of East Africans and, and a lot of people um, with immigrant backgrounds, they can definitely relate to that. Just just feeling like an underdog all the time and kind of having a chip on your shoulder and feeling like, you know what, mm -hmm. um, I, I got to work twice as hard, if not more, than than the person next to me. Um, so yeah, that's 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 dope. I love that. Um, so let's talk let's talk about inspirations, cause even the piece you got on right now yeah. is, is fire. Yeah. Um, I like some of your earlier work um, as well. I've I've always been obviously a fan yeah, yeah, a fan yeah, of yeah. your brand and and um, and try to and try to support as much as I can. The hats, the the trucker hats are fire. The yeah, shorts. appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, so. What are your what are your inspos? What what gives you inspiration? Both like out in the outside world, just like the shit you see around all the time, and mm -hmm. more specifically like designers um, and and brands, other brands as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's this. Uh, so everyone kind of says it, but like Virgil really pushed away mm -hmm. into fashion, and he came to the game like head first. No one really knew who he was, till, and then boom, it was Virgil. Yeah. You know. So like when I first started fashion, my thing was I like fashion, but I really don't know like fashion itself mm -hmm. i always thought it was drip you know, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. so i had to look into it and then everything i looked up was virgil 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 so i'm like if this guy's name keeps popping up he must be some so i just started looking into him i've uh seen how he got into louis vuitton doing his own customs doing his own customs and just getting everything done so like that was my main inspiration after I started looking into fashion, really. And then, to be honest, I'm just, like, looking on social media, I see how, like, different areas of America mm -hmm. has their own kind of style. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn, this is pretty dope. And, like, I'd be like, okay, I'm in Minnesota. West Coast has this baggy aesthetic mm -hmm. to it. 
And then New York has the little tight pants, but then yeah. bigger tops. They have like high fashion, you, you know, streetwear kind of like, mix. They're yeah. right there on it. So I was like, I need to find a way because I like all of the styles, mm-hmm. and I was trying to put basically put it into a way of okay, I'm gonna get some of this, some of that, and then put it into my own unique way instead of just copying and pasting, you know, mm-hmm. and then just go. So I, I always like this sweater that you brought up. I'd be on TikTok. I see people take the hoods off, put some silk in it, mm. and then for their hair to protect the style kind yeah. of hood. And I was like, how can I cut some part and attach it? And so I literally was just scrolling through TikTok and IG feeds and just seeing stuff like that. So I just like, you know what? I'm going to buy a sewing machine. I'm going to try it out too because I'm already doing it. I might as well really get my hands dirty, you know? Yeah. So that's 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 the whole idea based off of the sweater and the style kind of thing. The name. How did you come up with the name? The name I told you about the best. I always thought of myself as underdog, and that's oh, where I yeah. pasted it. I'm over here like trying to figure out a deeper thing. This dude told you earlier that I'm a little slow, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. He I'm definitely did. Like, no, it was I could more, vouch for that. It, it wasn't. He kind of did it on his own. Yeah, like you see, that's that. That's that. That's that Augsburg education. You feel me? We don't even gotta ask the question. That's a black educated man right there. What did you go to school for? Uh, management information systems, and then are you gonna are you planning on doing that as a career, or you're just like yo? So I uh, did an internship uh, while I was going my last year into the summer. Um, so I was at Summit Academy. I was basically doing all their software, hardware, IT kind of things, and I was doing it until like I really started like liking what my brand was doing. So then I just said I'm gonna pause that. I always can go back and get a job, mm-hmm. you know, because I got my degree. So I just paused that. I told myself. My mom wasn't happy about that, to be honest. <laughs> She's like, what are you at? But um, <laughs> I told her, give me two years. If you don't see the same amount of income I was making with my job with this, then I'm full on. You feel me? Tie suit. I'm in the lab. Was it you know? success right off the bat, too? Or so did no, you have to deal with some hardships? No, because I started and like I thought, you know, people know me. I'm going to, you know, make money, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah. but then, nah, it was tough because like people, I feel like, will buy it if they see other people wearing it, you know? Yeah. So it took some time to get some client, like some customers to get the clothes and have people start seeing it. And then it was really like, I feel like for like five months straight, I felt like I wasn't working out on anything. Like and then like drop. slowly. Your first official drop. My first official drop was 2020 November Damn. 9th. It's been that long? <laughs> yeah. Mashallah, you've wow. been in the game for you a feel minute. Me? A year, a couple months. How did that drop go though? Like your expectations for how it really went? It, what was it? Was it, the, uh, was it the jumpsuit? No, it was just t-shirts. It was some shirts. It was the dog was logo right here with the words on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I copied that copy, one. I copied yeah. some of those. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, bro. Everything went wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro, I'm saying to production, like they said they were gonna get it in at this time, so I told everybody it's dropping this date. Mm-hmm. And like I'm thinking, okay, so I wake up like a week or no like four days before the drop mm-hmm. and I'm like okay so I messaged him like how is everything looking can I get some pictures some videos you know and he's like oh I'm sorry the mach- I feel like they just didn't work on it but I'm just they were like oh the machine stopped uh, working <laughs> so it's gonna be a week of the delay I'm yeah. like no way because I like I thought it was gonna come in a week before the uh, or the four days before the um drop so I could yeah. take pictures you know and then put it on the website instead of just taking the mock-ups just a picture of the t-shirt and so that delayed. And then, like, something started happening on my website where, like, the shipping got messed up. And then 
uh, what you call it? Uh, yeah, just a little, you little tedious things that messed up, and then so I pushed that whole date a week back. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, technical difficulties to everyone, <laughs> and everyone, like some people, were like, damn, bro, I was ready, I was waiting, y'all, you amped it. I'm like, yeah, bro, it's still coming, amp it some more, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, well, like, well, did you rent a space out and everything as well, or was it just uh, for the drop? No, so I was doing online drop only. Okay. So I didn't do pop ups till like the following year. Mm. You know, uh, that beginning of June, where I had my at the growth at the growth conference. I had my first pop up, yeah. so that's when I had like started doing it in spaces and things. But for yeah. that first that drop, first yeah. drop, everything went wrong. <laughs> Every, a week later, <laughs> that dropped. drop finally went. How did it go? How did you? I feel? sold like twelve shirts. How much were you expecting to sell? Like, be honest too. To be honest, I bought like you know fifty shirts. I thought I was gonna sell fifty shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I bought fifty shirts, and then um. I I just think that what it was, it was just rushed, you know, because I was yeah. like, I I got everything. I'm gonna just boom. I'm gonna throw my logo on it, put on a quote I thought of in the back, and I hopefully you know all goes well and like all didn't go well. So I st- what I thought about was why did I, why didn't it do that? Like why didn't I get the turnaround that I wanted? You know. So I was like maybe like because I I always put a poll up of it when I make a design. I always put a poll up and I tell everybody how do you guys feel about this? Like you know, for rough draft, give me some uh, um, opinions on it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I should have done that for the first drop. I feel like I should have got input from my customers kind of yeah. thing and just take my time out and do more detailing instead of just making it look like it was stuff slapped on a T-shirt mm-hmm. and try to sell it, put meaning behind it kind of thing, everything. I love the honesty. Well, like, yeah. I feel like that shit people really want to listen to. Yeah, like, bro. Nobody wants that success story that's just like, nah. Yeah, yeah like, bro. First I, first drop, I'm a 100K. Winner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, you lying. You lying. There's no possible way you know? that that can happen. Unless you're um, famous already, then you could do it. Even, even them niggas be struggling. I feel like, I feel like in a way, like, that's something everybody does, though. Like, when they come up, they start doing the merch. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, some people that should not be doing merch, that just <laughs> be doing <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm being honest. Some people who are like have no yeah. artistic I- inclination, Nothing. no fashion. They're just throwing their face on a shirt. That's it. Buy That's the merch. Drops. Uh, drops next week. I'm like, this shit is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> shit stinks. <laughs> you got anybody? Like, I feel like this is like a personal. No, it's not anybody specific, like, bro. Go I ahead. feel like, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, Wallahi. Um, <laughs> this is a story that I have. So, first of all, in the Somali community, just yeah. the Somali, this guy's brand is a staple in the Somali community. Mm. That's a fact. But also, just being Somali within Minneapolis, I feel like we have some of the most fire brands. Bro, a lot compared, of creatives, bro. Compared to, compared to like, so this is what I mean. During the riots, there was this guy, and I'm not going to say, I, 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 I actually told don't. told you he had, he had names. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is different. There's this guy, and I think Ish knows about this. And all he did, all he did was he would take pictures that were circulating um, through the through the riots, like just like somebody, like the picture of me that I was doing whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he would just slap it on a t-shirt, like not even, not even, he would just press it. You can tell he yeah, pressed yeah. it. And he would saw that. But yeah, that was his trying brand. To get his bag, though. I'm bro. talking about. I'm talking about like this guy was making bread. Bro, he was in his bag. He found the market. Everyone Why wanted he, it, bro. he was making his money? Because his bro, ass. They wear that same shirt. Go riot. Is it? Is it that <laughs> booth? Go crazy. You said what? You gonna wear that same I shirt? I said that same shirt, and they're gonna go riot. That nigga had his market down. Bro, I knew that, fam. What are you fucking <laughs> down? How much he tax you? 
No, he used my he used picture. I knew this on the Me, a couple of the other homies. A couple of the other homies. Wait, is that um, why you started selling that shirt eventually? No. I bought that shirt from you. No, I, I did the that Av, before. The Av one? The Av one. I did that before. I did that before. Oh, okay. Um, But after after a while, I did that. And then whatever, that one sold out. I, it was decent, whatever. Yeah, um, and then and then, and then and then somebody's like, yeah, bro, I seen a shirt that kind of looks like that. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> And he sends it to me in his Anuga Avia Anuga Meshtegan. Nah, clip art. Nah, I copy and paste. What's good, I I fam? How do you feel about another man making money off your face? Well, I shitty. I was like, I was like, I should have. Nah, not mad. I felt shitty. I was like, damn, I should have done this. I'm putting way too much. You did do it. Nah, nah, he did it though. I was trying to be humble, you know. I put a little cartoon figure. Bro, just did copy and paste. <laughs> Took your original photo and put well, it on it. Nothing, no framing. Just but yo, wait, Somali man. But speaking of the Somali community too, I feel like a lot of us just expect our brands and whatever ideas we have to get picked up by every Somali person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How bro. Did, like, did you expect like just your stuff to go fire within the community? Yeah, to be expect- honest, at first I did expect that, but then I also realized later on like it's people like what they like. Mm. You can't force something that they don't like on them, you know? Yeah. Like, do you, Nike Nike has a, a lot of selections, but I won't go in there and get every single thing, you know? Because I don't like some things. So that's what, that's what I put in my head. And then once I started doing that, I just stopped caring about the, the people that didn't. And I just started caring about the people that did take it, that did buy it. How do you feel about branding and growing outside of the Somali community? So is that something you're working on? Yeah, that's, some, that's on? yeah, that's something I'm working on. I'm talking to other creatives, trying to get into who's do that, like uh, pop Who's ups. that uh, NFL player? Oh, Kelamond. Yeah, bro. Funny how did, thing. How did that happen? Funny thing. Okay, so this is how it happened. So there's a big guy that came to the store, face mask though. You know, like ski mask kind of thing. And okay. he had the top off, but I seen dreads, but I didn't see the bottom half. So how got? You know, so I'm, I'm thinking like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, or yeah. so like that. No, so he came in. He was looking at my section, like very invested. I'm like, okay, I'm out here eat, biting his ear off, you know, going in. And he's like, oh yeah, bro, I like this. I like this. Do you guys have like extra larges? He got like a jacket. He got a sweater or uh, in a jumpsuit. And then so he got it. Boom, kalas. You feel me? And then once. I went to, this was like three weeks before I found out he bought it you know mm. then I went to New York in New Year's and my homie hit me up and he was like yo a Vikings player posted your stuff I'm like no way bro there's, there's no you chance. lying yeah. he didn't tell you that he was a Vikings player when he bought it either. no so so what happened was he came to the store bought some stuff but what he was wearing was a ski mask but the top part was off and he I seen dreads but I, I didn't see his Bro face. Bro, really. probably he big as hell, huh? nothing. You know? And I just, like, found out about him, so I really can't distinctively choose, yeah. like, this is him, you know? Yeah. So, three weeks, fast forward, three weeks, and I go to New York uh, with my homies for New Year's, and I he, my homie hits me up. He's like, yo, Kelamon posted your stuff. Kind of thing, and I'm like, nah, bro, you lie. I'd have seen the notification, you know. Yeah. But some reason, I didn't see the underdog notification, bro. <laughs> and I go to the underdog notification, I see him wearing it. I'm like, no way, yeah. Because this is like, I didn't pay for this. Nothing, I didn't do anything. Just he just genuinely up. liked my clothes, and he yeah. wore it, posted it. And then there's like different pages that resemble uh, a page that called League Fits. Yeah. And so. One of those pages posted him, yeah. and then like another football player hit me up from it. That's going to the NFL, 
and just uh, we talked that he wanted some merch and like the crazy thing like the trickle effect of yeah. one person does this the next person sees it and like the thing is the second um, football player hit me up with oh bro I like your brand it's not just can I guess like he said all like underdog he sees himself as that kind of mm. you feel me and I'm like damn this is dope bro cause that's what's up you know yeah. and it just went on like that yeah. and, you know hopefully more things to come inshallah you know in all honesty with um I think something, because it's all a learning curve, right? And this takes us back to Hamza's original question of like, should people, should your people specifically just straight up just always fuck with your shit simply because you're Somali? Or should they like it because you're doing a damn good job, right? And I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like I've I had that same experience with the podcast, right? Yeah. I'm like, I bet Hamza's that nigga. I'm that nigga. Anybody we about to have on is that nigga. We about to do this podcast. <laughs> And we're about to do this podcast. <laughs> this shit for the pop, right? Yeah. <clears throat> nah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and so then, then you go, okay. Y'all feel it. But no, it's in, we know what it is. And well, I, it, we got to be honest, right? You just got to be real with yourself and real with whatever you're doing. There's a level of entitlement to, to making art. And there's a level of like, because like even before, because I, I know the development of your brand and I know... And I know you personally. Yeah. So even before your brand popped off, you was making fire shit. Yeah. Right? So as an artist, sometimes you go, okay, I feel entitled to this attention. I feel, I, I, what the look heck? at me. Yeah, I should be getting what yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. Right. Because look at my shit. It's Literally. fire. Right? At the time, <laughs> exactly. But it, honestly, nah, like, honestly, yeah. it doesn't really work like that. It's more of like, yo, do what you gotta do. Work your ass off. Have fun while you're doing it. And, 100%. and people are going to connect when they connect and people are going to fuck with it when they fuck with it. But if I can give anybody that's trying to start a brand yeah. or even a podcast or anything like that advice is like, don't feel entitled yeah. when you're starting it because that's going to mess you up. You're going to give up after the first week because I promise you, you're not going to hit a million views. You're not going to you might not even hit a hundred views. But At all to time, bro. bro that consistency. consistency. Exactly. That consistency is important. Yeah. Um, so speaking of consistency, something that, you know, that differentiates you in all honesty from a lot of other brands um, not even so my brands, but just a lot of other brands is yeah. your consistency on social media and branding your 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 brand, right? And, yeah. and making sure that people see your brand, yeah. make sure that people are attached to your brand. Um, you make TikToks, you make videos, you answer questions, you go on live, you do like tutorials. It's yeah. a bunch of like fire content, like you said previously as well. Um, people tell you like you stay on my few page, like I see you all the time. Like, is this done intentionally? Um, what's what's the purpose behind that? And and why why do you do it to be honest? So I feel like the more people see you and more people listen to your, to what you got to say is they build a kind of trust kind of thing mm. with your brand, you know, because they're always seeing you. And if you're not if you're actually giving something in your videos and not just like BSing, you know, mm. and people will be attached to that. So I'm I, what I think is more content I put out, more information I give, more they see the process of me making my stuff. You know, tutorials, all that stuff, they're going to build a connection with me and, like, I'm going to build a good audience and customer base. And they'll they'll feel like, oh, this is him and the brand. He's the brand. It's not mm. just, I don't know who the behind the brand, where you have, if I want yeah. somebody to buy it, you know, like, they're like, oh, okay, smile, underdog, mm. I know the story. It makes sense. The clothes is fire. Why not buy? You know, and then it'll give them the sense of oh, they want to put it on social media as well mm. too. Now it's a sense of you know? ownership and sense of um, 
endearment, a sense of like being a part of the brand and, yep. and being yep. a part of that, that, that process, that underdog mentality. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love and, uh, back to the entitlement thing too. I feel like since you've got a, a lot of friends, I've got a few friends, right? I don't have so, a lot of people don't like me. <laughs> but to and the I'm point joking. of just like, let's just say we all know 100 people at least in our room, right? Yeah, yeah. And we expect those 100 will share, right? And once those 100 share, another 100 will mm-hmm. share and it'll go like that. But I feel like a lot of people are scared to reshare multiple times. Mm. Like if I show love once to somebody's post That's it. and they post again tomorrow, I, well, I will lie, bro. I'm gonna look like I'm dick riding me all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, have, and have you dealt with that? <laughs> bro. Be honest too. <laughs> like yeah, like uh, I guess like somebody will post one time and then like murder but they're not posting nothing again. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a better one. I got a better one for you. Um, I know, I know you've dealt with this. <laughs> Go ahead. People that post. Your your stuff all the time, show love, ah, but they they never buy it. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, never yeah. buy the merch. A hundred percent. Yo, how 100%. does that go? How do you feel about that though? To be honest, at first I was like, damn, bro, y'all really my homies? <laughs> no, but then I just, it's a sense of like support, support at the end of the day, you yeah. know. So like, if they didn't buy it, at least they got they posted it so more eyes can see it, so I can get more leads for a sale, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I, as of now, I feel like support is support. Uh, it doesn't matter no more. I do be going on TikTok sometimes just trolling and stuff, but yeah. it's, it's like a troll, you know? Yeah. I don't really mean it. What's success for you, though? What's mm. success? Success. Mm. When I can sit back in my living room and I don't got to worry about my family no more. And everything is straight. And I know that, like, the path I'm taking is smooth. Mm. That's, and that's success. And that's regarding And that this has brand? to do with, huh? And is it regarding the brand? So you want the brand to be big enough to take care of you financially yeah. and everything? Uh-huh. Okay. 100%. That's... What That's about happiness, though? I feel like happiness is different than success. For the brand. Just just For happiness you. in general. Like, what is... Because um, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. Like, how do you... How do you, like, conceptualize happiness? And then what is happiness for you? Like... Because it's hard to do. You can't, you can't just go, like, yeah, if I have X amount of things, I'm happy. I'm good. Because you're a human being. At the end of the day, like, you're not going to be happy, like, 24-7, all the time, no matter what. You know what I mean? But like, what what do you believe is gonna get you to that place where you're content, and you you're like, you know what, I'm I'm straight. I don't have to. Is it is it only solely the brand, or is there other things in life as well? Just this is just beyond the brand, though, to be honest. And well, I I can answer the question if it, if it'll help you. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I need, I'm into I'm into IT infrastructure, right? My idea of happiness is for my mom to never worry about a dime, right? But my other side of happiness, I love to travel. So I always tell everyone this: if I can have a caramel macchiato and a MacBook and a beach, I'm happy. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what, if I'm working like working remote the rest of my life, at 38, I could travel wherever wherever I want. I could look at a YouTube video and like, damn, I want to go there, and I can. You know what I mean? I could just buy a ticket and bounce. That's my idea of happiness. Mm-hmm. What was yours be? That's smooth. Hmm, that's a good one because you, if once you said it, I was like, dang, that's, that sounds like happiness, bro. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the happiness. Macchiato on the beach, Macchiato on the beach. When he said that, I said, mm. I'm like, dang, how am I going to top that, babe? <laughs> Man, all right. Um, I'd say, to be honest, happiness for me, just like you said in the beginning, is make sure my mom is right. She, got, she don't got to worry about anything. And at the end of the day, happiness, I feel like. When I play basketball, right, is like when I'm at like full sound. I'm not mm-hmm. stressing, nothing, nothing like that. You feel yeah. me? So, giving back and also giving back is also a thing for me. So, what I'd say is when I'm fully happy is like 
having to tie down with me changing people like hmm, how do I, how do I say this without ranting? No, we want you to rant. Go ahead. Yeah. So so basically, they like, clicked on this video to hear you rant. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. So basically, happiness is. The way you feel on the beach with just chilling is like how I feel playing basketball. To be honest, even That's though I'm amazing. sweating, tired, all that stuff, you know, is how I feel basketball because it lets me ease my mind. So what I want to do is somehow give back in that sense, though. Where, like, I live in North Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah. So when I when I used to go and hoop like by the court by my house, mm-hmm. it would be like North Minneapolis still. So I'm like wary of getting to the court kind of thing, you know. So like happiness would be like kids don't got to worry about trying to trip about going like getting to the next fight or like something's gonna happen to them mm-hmm. so that's my happiness is giving back and also giving back in the sense of basketball it would be the main thing because that's how i can attach like tie in with, with helping back mm. that's beautiful so just yeah. you, honestly you need to hit the timberwolves and, it's, and it's get a deal done with the timberwolves i'm not gonna lie to you me, my Northside, boy. Timberwolves. My, let's do it right now where's Muna at let's do it right now no let's do it right now timberwolves well i look at this the camera is my guy ish there he goes right there. Y'all based yep. in Minneapolis. Come on now. He's a Minneapolis-based brand. His brand is fire as shit. I know your brand or your logo is the Wolves. And we <laughs> know y'all I know, I know the Timberwolves some underdogs. And they need marketing. Anthony Edwards, I know you are underdog. Damn, Anthony. Ooh. I'm uh, not like your fist. Uh, Cat, I'm bored, I'm I know you are underdog. I know Anthony Edwards should have went. So, come on. Come fuck with the boy's brand. <laughs> we going to clip this. Hop on, my boy. We going to clip this. Everybody tag the Timberwolves. Tag Anthony Edwards. Tag Cat underneath this post. We going to make it happen. That's the goal. But I'm not going to lie to you. It. I feel like Minneapolis is that city that is just so close to blowing. Mm-hmm. There's so much talent Bro. here. Bro. There's so, in every aspect. Our artists, inshallah, clothing brands, athletes, come on. Slowly, bro. Every Slowly. year is just progressing, bro. I hope you there's not see. a. I hope there's not a mass exodus of Somali people, though. I hope we just stay here. And you feel like that's gonna happen? Yeah, I'm yeah, not a lot like, of you though. That I, happens. I, that's <laughs> a thing. That's really a thing. Yeah. So when when a community or a group of people come into a certain place, and then but but they come there as immigrants or they come there. Um, because of some sort of you know problem, or they immigrate there, you know, when they come up, they move to more affluent areas. They move to like more, you know what I'm saying? Like you make more money, you're gonna move to California, you're gonna move to Seattle, you're gonna move to these bigger cities, yeah, you know. Um, and that, that I think Minneapolis for some people is it, what makes it Minneapolis. What makes it it yeah. is that just large density. Of of not only Somali people but just people of color. Yeah, but I feel like they're so ingrained, and our people. I'm not gonna lie to you, are successful in so many avenues and areas here, where the, regardless of where they go, the base will always be here. Like if if we if people just came up and had profession like just being a doctor, right? Yeah. And they could relocate as different, but the amount of tax dollars and businesses that are ran here through Somali people, it's crazy. I feel like Minneapolis Mashallah. will never ever get rid of Somali, even if our footprint. Keep it up, guys. And know your worth. So my people, do not let this government finesse y'all. Know your worth. Talk, yeah, your, well, sh- talk your shit. Well, I talk your shit. Pay y'all, our taxes. Y'all doing a lot. Talk y'all y'all taxes. Taxes. Pay our taxes. But talk, talk your shit. Well, <laughs> Don't send back your stimulus check like me. <laughs> Don't give away the bread. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. So, but well, like, yeah, we're doing so much different avenues. Ish is doing so much different avenues. What's what's next for you, Ish? What's next? Because I have I have some ideas. I have some ideas for you. If if I can if I can spit some to you real quick, if I can give you a, a quick a quick uh, sixteen. 
Go do your pitch. Go ahead, what's spit the, it. Spit what's it. the word with the shoes, man? Dude, you literally Damn. took it out my I, mouth. We never, need the yo, shoes. Wait, we literally took it out my mouth. I've never thought of shoes. We need the shoes. Yeah, bro, you took it out my mouth because if you didn't say nothing, that's what I was about to you say. Gonna say you shoes? Really? <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Yeah, no, nah, but um, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of concept designs right now, mm-hmm. um, but I'm thinking of dropping a shoe either, don't mark me, mm-hmm. but either end of this summer kind of vibe or just start of the next summer. Technical kind of difficulties if it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So that's why I said don't take my word for it. Don't hold me to it. So <laughs> also a few things. Um, I want to make sure that we cover this before before we wrap up inshallah. Um, yeah. You, you referenced, referenced this a few times. The store that you're referencing, where is it? Is it? Are you still there? Yeah. I'm there till April 1st. Till, till April... F- yeah. Oh, that's quite a while. Okay. Yeah. So, so till April 1st, Tell people about that and where it's at and, and how you got there and all of that. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm in a spot called Community Commons, which started in uh, pre-COVID or like right at, right when COVID hit, but right before it really hit and small business started taking hits. And then so what they basically do is they take a selective small um, businesses for a six-month lease. And what they do is they house them. They tell them, yo, this is rent. You pay this. You can just have your storefront here. And after that, they take you and they give you options as in like you get to have your own storefront and we'll let you know how much this is. Or what you can do is stay in the same community commons space till you're ready for a storefront or you're ready to just part ways. So basically where Community Commons is in the Mall of America, second floor, right next to Macy's. And you walk in right when you take the right, you're going to see UD right in the front door. You're good, yeah, you can look at the camera. It's still on. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Hello, people of the American people of the America. America. Um, uh, can I just no, say? I just, can yeah, I just say? So the Mall of America, if you're a Sawai kid, is always has always been like just a cool spot. You know, the spot. It's the it's the biggest mall in America. Like anywhere you travel, anywhere. Like another thing, we give this guy knows we give flowers where it's due in in on 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 Goat's talk and. Um, Kudos to you, bro. Big, big flowers to you because Appreciate I it, always bro. remember walking around my America like I ain't seen no Somali people with a, with a store there. Maybe there there was, you yeah. know, to shout out to them. But not they to were. our knowledge. Um, but I didn't see anybody like selling dope stuff that I would be interested in at the store. Like yeah. now kids can walk around and they see Ish yeah, look facts. just like him, maybe facts. a little bit taller, um, but look just like him. Yeah. And, and they can be like, yo, like, oh, Somali guy, mashallah, he got the clothes, he got the... Nice apparel, that's dope, that's fire. Um, so well I yeah, flowers to you and hopefully inshallah you get your, your own your own storefront and, and maybe even shit. The 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 ceiling, what did what did uh, Jordan say? <laughs> Michael mm. Jordan, y'all know that reference? Michael Which Jordan one? said, um, the sky's the ceiling. The sky's the, ceiling. the limit. No, he was trying to say the sky's the limit. Oh, but he, he said, said the sky is the ceiling. He said the ceiling's the sky. Oh, <laughs> so I, like, I don't think I seen that one. I'm not it was okay. like it was at UNC. I, I know too many references from that. <laughs> yeah. <all day. laughs> and then we do we do this with every single guest at the end, where it's like, yo, inshallah, damn, we're coming to the year end with Demo too. So it's after a year, where do you see yourself within the, the year? Because inshallah. After this year, we'd want to have you come back okay. and to at least talk about what happened. All right. So where do you see yourself in a year? In a year, I see myself running a vintage shoe shop, uh, doing half shoes, half hype clothes with my brand. Hell yeah. And boom, messing up Minneapolis. Fucking it up, to be wait. honest. My fault. Fucking up Minneapolis. There we go. You feel me? That's all I got. Yeah. This has been an amazing interview. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. This is actually, I feel like there's a lot of people that have ideas, but don't capitalize on it. 
on it. And there's a lot of people who think that it's either get a degree or to start your idea. So the fact that you got the degree and you and told your mom that you got two years, yo, give me these yeah. two years and I swear you to God, me? I might just go back. You feel that me? in itself is powerful because, yeah, man, I'm bro. all for getting your degree. <laughs> so thank you so much for at least yeah. getting your degree in life. Yeah, Inshallah, well, bro, this to, bro. year, we're going we gonna to shoot the best. You got anything else? Your camera's off.